Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Small humans. You have a very perplexed look on your face. (laughs) They are very perplexing. They are regularly quite perplexing. Yes, we have noticed that. Number three, who impressed everyone so much and is doing such a good job with her academics that she is preparing to move up a grade, like skip a grade. Next year, she will not be going from fifth to sixth. She'll be going from fifth to seventh. But at the same time, is acting like so much a fool sometimes. I I just don't think she's going to crank it up as far as her brother did. Well, that's good. You know, I think she she looks at both her brothers and goes, nope. (laughs) I hope so. so. I I hope so, too. Um, Because overall, she's she's good. I mean, you know, she's not in a lot of trouble yet. Knock on wood, except that's where the microphone is on the wooden stool. And Um, her teacher emailed me and said that when their class had a sub, there were a handful of naughty kids, and all the naughty kids were supposed to write letters of apology, and our daughter was among them. I'm not surprised. I am not either. And that day she came home and complained about the sub because she felt that she had been unfairly targeted. She was telling someone else to be quiet and got in trouble for... She got in trouble for bossing someone? (gasps) Our... Child, And I hate to use the term bossy about a girl who demonstrates a propensity of leadership skills. Yes, but but it's not a leadership skill to tell other people to be quiet when it's not your job. And so that's the discussion she and I had. Yeah. And it was even not... Not that it wasn't her job, because far be it from me to discourage her from taking on things that she has not been assigned. Mm -hmm. She does little enough around here. No kidding. So Even when she is assigned it. (laughs) She stands there looking at you like, really? Are you sure it's necessary? The the great thing about that is she will stand there with that look for about a, a long enough of a moment to make sure that that really is the thing she has to do, and possibly an additional length of time, just enough to express her displeasure with the task. But then she'll wipe the look off her face and get to doing it. Doesn't want to waste any time. No. Not not, not us anyway. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she and I had a discussion about how you don't want to be the voice that the teacher hears so that the person who's actually making trouble can be the one who gets heard. Mm -hmm. And she understood that. Mm -hmm. And so then I get an email saying that her letter was bad, that she took absolutely no personal responsibility and she apologized for the class's behavior and and the class's disrespectful choices. And (laughs) yes. And then what happened? (laughs) And then she got sent home on spring break. (laughs) Oh, okay. So she needs to redo that letter over spring break and come back with a good one on Monday or else she's going to get dinged on her uh, citizenship grade, Mm -hmm. which she better not do because being able to skip a grade is basically contingent on her having all A's, including in citizenship. Right. Well. So she's working on that letter over spring break. It's really not a big problem, so... Comparatively, this is not a big problem. And this kid generally is not a problem. They're, they're preparing wax museum presentations, mm-hmm. and they've only just barely begun their research. But they're going to be giving wax museum presentations as their year-end project for social studies slash English slash everything except for math. Mm-hmm. So you have been doing a lot of government homework anyway. I sure the hell have. 
tell me about this government homework you've been doing, and then we'll talk about the Wax Museum project that we're both going to be doing. Well, I got an email. This is how it always starts. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. I got an email from the boy's teacher saying they have a government project, and his group is not the strongest, so he's going to need some support, and they needed some guidance or help. So she split the three boys into three topics, checks and balances. Yes. So our boy... Which is, which is a very timely topic. Yes, it is. <laughs> and our boy had one very narrowly defined angle of checks and balances. Yes. And the each of the other children in his group also had a slightly different, very narrowly defined angle. Mm -hmm. But even so, a research project for an 11 going on seven year old who has basically been carried over the finish line by a lot of his prior teachers and really enabled. Okay, you have to look back though at his behavior. If his behavior was similar to as it is now back then, it would have been a different story. That's true. His behavior is better. His behavior is way better. The psychiatrist that he has been seeing has been doing research on this gut brain connection and suggested probiotics and they're working. They really work. They are really freaking working. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Like it sounds, you talk about, oh yeah, probiotics for a naughty kid and it sounds a little woo woo, but it's really freaking working. Everybody notices. It's kind of wild. Yeah. So um, before probiotics, I would describe him as never happy. True. And now I would say he knows the feeling of content. Yes. He doesn't get mad all the time. His impulsivity is significantly decreased. And yes. even when he's angry, even when he's ready to go from zero to 60, it's not the sense of he's been holding it at 59 for all day and he, this was the last thing. It's a matter of he's actually starting at zero. Right? So it's a big difference. It is. So we have to take that into consideration. Yeah. Because they were doing, if you think back, the same thing we were doing. They were surviving every day dealing with his explosions. Okay. And they were working around that. Yes. So they could only do so much. Yeah. And he's in a different place. And, you know, it's it's a shame that we didn't know this sooner. True. We didn't have this, you know, but support sooner. But going forward, yeah. this is what we need to do. We need to help him find a sense of personal agency for his own success. Well, I did that in the in the way that most parents do for their children. I was helping him with his homework, but I'm kind of a taskmaster about it. Good. You ought and to be. See, when I was a taskmaster, I was abusive. Yes, you are. You, you, <laughs> yeah, it was considered uh, by him as you were being mean to him. Yes. Yes. Which then his mother considered to be abusive. And so then it, did he decide that that was abusive? Yes. However, it has been quite clearly determined it was not abusive. Yes. Now, Continuing, I feel thank rather you. abusive or abused when I'm doing fifth grade homework. Fair. Okay. Because I usually, at some point during the work with him, get ramped up just over 50 somewhere, and I'm trying to tamper it down the whole time. Okay. It's very hard for me. 
It is. Because I am not a fucking teacher. No, you're okay? not. And so I'm not good at that job. No. That's why I used to always say, can you explain this to him? I did. And the thing is, he knows where your buttons are. With me, I kept my buttons so far back that he felt like I was completely emotionally uninvested in him. You, your buttons are exposed, so he pushes them. I'm not good at sorting it out in a way to explain it to him. Eventually, I get there. Yes. And I can come up with some good examples, Mm -hmm. but it's only if I can stay calm enough. It's hard to engage that kind of cognitive processing that will be able to boil it down to the simplest bits that his understanding can absorb while you are also expending that much energy and effort on maintaining your composure. It's it's not very comfortable. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) But anyhow... He's doing pretty good. I mean, I'm losing my patience. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, he is not. Right. Every once in a while, yeah. he does. But but I'm but, like, I feel like I'm constantly, my patience is already lost. I'm just trying to hold on to the last thread of it to finish what we're doing. So He, he has lost his patience, but he's not expressing it angrily like he used to. He's expressing it by getting so intently focused on the way that his hand feels on the carpet. I'll see him like looking at his hand and you're trying to talk to him and then he'll look back at you like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like he's literally shutting off your input for a minute to focus on something else mm-hmm. and then coming back to you. And by that point, you've spent that energy and now you have to spend it again. And I, I don't, I already used the patience and you did. So then I'm just sitting there looking at him like, okay, I don't have any patience. So now what do I do? But here's the good thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we, we do the best we can. Yeah. He knows I care. Otherwise I would just say, well, fuck your project. I don't care. Get an F, whatever. Yep. Because he was supposed to do it at school and he wasn't. Yes. So. And from from what we understand, he was giving his homeroom teacher, his special ed teacher, and anybody else who asked him about it, the runaround. The runaround, exactly. (laughs) Did you do this? Did you do that? No, my dad's going to help me do a poster. And then comes home and says, no, my friends are doing slides. And then his special ed teacher says, well, your dad says you're doing slides and your teacher says you're doing a poster. So which one is it? And he tells her a long story about something completely unrelated. When he was done, she was so confused. She didn't know what to do with him. And that was that. (laughs) And that's a special ed teacher who's really used to him. Yes. So he was manipulating us, but he wasn't... What I was really happily surprised about is he wasn't going to avoid the project. No. He was doing it. He was doing a terrible job of it, but I... He was doing a lazy cut and paste job of it, and he didn't want to get caught at that. Well, I think there was a few things from my, from my perspective. Yes. He was like, how do I get out from under this poster thing with my dad? Because so <laughs> dad is taskmaster. Dad is bugging shit out of me. Uh, and it's too much work and he keeps making me stop like everything to do this homework thing. Yep. And then his other friends in his group were doing slides. And, you know, everybody knows like digital is the way to go. Uh-huh. And he understands that. Uh-huh. And getting it from the digital information in the news or wherever we're, we're researching out of the computer 
computer and onto the poster is a whole extra step. Uh-huh. And just finding it and getting it to the slide is not. Well, there is still the step of understanding what you're actually copy posting. Well, he wasn't aiming for that. That's true. But then I said, okay, so show me these so-called slides because I was quite sure they didn't exist and all of a sudden they would have disappeared before the presentation. Uh-huh. So um, he did show me slides. He did. And I was like, whoa, like there's hardly anything on them. And they were cut and paste. Uh-huh. But we managed to then get to the point where he could go over those with me and put them in his words. And then, because we had spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday learning, you know, a specific example. Right. He could then put the examples in there. Yes. So I'm really surprised. I mean, I'm sure it was, it was probably like a tiny bit of what the teacher was asking from most of the class. Yes. However, in his group, that's what they were capable of. And they did the project to their capacity. And that really is the important thing. Like working for the state education agency, I work on assessments for children who are even more challenged than he is that, you know, we still need to be able to demonstrate that they're capable of understanding, but not doing all the extra detaily bits. Right. And while you're saying that, and I was thinking, as I just reminded you a minute ago, they were dealing with his behavior. They were also dealing with his potty issues. Oh. Okay. So so all those things considered, they could not teach him any more than they could teach him. Right. You know, they did what they could. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think they just carried him. I think they did what they could. Fair. Especially considering he would refuse to read. And that's, you know, everything that you're learning. You cannot do it if you cannot read it. No. But he really couldn't read for the longest time. And he still has trouble with reading it and processing it. Yeah, he he struggles to decode and comprehend at the same time. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Yeah, so he did the project. So he did the project. And now we have another one coming. Well, I was just, I was very impressed that I didn't have to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he went and did his own thing. He did. And then I could just do the actual only helping part that the parent is supposed to do. Oh my gosh, that's so great when you only have to actually help. And that was a thing that I used to hear all the time when I was teaching that parents are like, I don't understand this work. I can't help them with it. And we're like, well, what kind of help are you trying to give them? And they're trying to, you know, do the homework for them. Mm -hmm. No. Ask the kid what the strategies are. Ask the kid what things they could be doing. Ask, you know, ask the questions. This was so hard for him to describe to me because there were a lot of words. There were a lot of words. And he, a lot of them were big words, polysyllabic words that he would mangle wonderfully. with other words. Yes. And so, so he was about to give a presentation on legimitation. Yeah. So I would keep emailing his teacher and saying, so he's telling me this. Is that what he means? <laughs> and then she'd email me back and say, well, explain to me. <laughs> right. But I know that she's not asking for support for him unless she means it. Right. And usually his special ed teacher jumps in there and she did, but he was giving her such the runaround. Uh-huh. And uh, she wasn't up to speed. No. <laughs> 
That's yeah, funny. Yeah. I think they're both doing good. Yeah. They're just doing stupid kid things. Yes. And, which, uh, I mean, I yeah. the other thing that pleases me about the situation that I used to say about number one is that, yeah, this is stupid kid stuff, but it's age appropriate stupid kid stuff. Like he's not trying some toddler way to get out of his job. He's doing the fifth grade way to try and get out of his job. I'm going to give you all the story and then go out and play. Yeah. Got it? Cool. <laughs> So yeah, now they have another government project coming up that's like a reading and writing and history and geography and lots of cross-content integration, which pleases me as a teacher. But then they have to get up and give a presentation in character as the topic of the research. He won't have the problem with that part. He will not have a problem with that part. He'll be making all sorts of shit up, though. <laughs> yeah, but Half everybody... of it'll come from TV, though, because who did our boy pick? Davy Crockett. Davy, Davy Crockett. Yeah, I get <laughs> yeah. the song in my head every time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he has the hat. So He does have the hat. Yeah. And hey, you know, they should pick somebody that's going to be fun for them. Yes, and absolutely. He, he will learn something. He will. And that's good. That That, he, that is he, very that good. He, that he's excited about it. Yes. Whereas number three picked Katherine Johnson, who was the mathematician, um... One of the women in Hidden Figures. Right. She was a mathematician for NASA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a girl who's really into math and science. She's really into engineering and architecture. Mm-hmm. She builds all sorts of little things. And someday she will probably build all sorts of big things. Hopefully not with scotch tape. How many rolls of scotch <laughs> tape has this child gone through? I swear. This is the kid who one She's year... She's going to invent some kind of engineering equivalent it's true. of scotch tape. Oh, she totally will. Yeah. But this is the kid who one year asked everyone for glue for her birthday. Yeah. And grandma and aunties are like, okay, she wants glue, but... She's a girl, so we have to give her the girl glue. We're going to give her the colors and the glitters and the sticks and the this and the that. And the thing she was happiest with was the big old bottle of plain white Elmer's. That's right. Like Elmer's glue. So, yeah, this is that kid. Yeah. And I was asking her in the car on our way home because they had to have these people picked before they went on spring break because it is their task over spring break to identify research resources, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. But I was asking her, you know, who who else did what? And the first one that came to her mind, probably because it's a gender nonconformity thing. Well, also because of Doctor Who. Also because of Doctor Who. The kid across the street is playing Rosa Parks. Yes. He is playing Rosa Parks. Yes. Which is kind of awesome. He wanted to do MLK, but they couldn't do someone that they had already studied in class. Mm -hmm. And so I found it interesting, and I don't think she would really clue into the fact that this is why that was the first one in her brain, but I bet it is part of it that this kid didn't go and find another masculine figure. He didn't go find Malcolm X or George Washington Carver or someone like that. Mm -hmm. He, He... Rosa Parks. Okay, then. And I thought that was awesome. I can't wait to see his outfit. Right? Yeah. And then she's telling me this person's doing this and that person's doing that. And my Vashti is, and I'm like, okay, Vashti is a good friend of yours and we go and hang out all the time. Mm -hmm. You're always with her. You took her to the trampoline park when you had a birthday pass to do that with a friend. You're Vashti. Right. And she looks at me for a second and I said, is she your girlfriend? 
And she says, no. You know, she's not like weird about it or anything. She just, no. She would have been weird if it actually was her girlfriend because yeah, that's how she used yeah. to be with the boy. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And, uh huh. Whenever our kids do certain things. But she also wasn't like weird about it. Like, why would you think I have a girlfriend? She was just like, no. And I said, well, usually when you say my someone, like I call you my daughter because you're my daughter. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you, did you adopt Vashti? <laughs> And then she was laughing. Uh So that was kind of fun. So these kids are going to have a really neat presentation and I'm really, really looking forward to it. It was, it was always a good presentation when I used to teach up there. Those teachers do a really good job helping those kids prepare. Right. Although we'll see how the girl does because number two, he will just go out there and be as charismatic and love having the audience. He'll be fine on the stage and she'll be fine in the research. Yes. Yes. There is no stage. They position them around the room like a wax museum. Uh, Yeah. Well, people walk up to them and ask, you know, and they give their three to five minute spiel and then people can ask them questions after that. And I think when I was there, at least, if somebody asked them something that they hadn't researched. I'm going to go ask the Rosa Parks boy how much the bus fare was. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't remember. I don't remember how much it was. Mm -hmm. They're they're coached to, to be able to present in character and not say, I didn't read about that. Wait, I mean, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's I'm looking forward to this. And you know what else I'm looking forward to? Hmm. Spring break. Right. And you know what's really great about spring break? Our kids are actually both at their other parents at the same time for once. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a long, 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 long time. No, it hasn't. <laughs> because one has had the regular schedule consistently, mm-hmm. and the other one has had attempts at schedule. He hasn't had a schedule. He's had attempts at doing things, but not even a schedule. Supposedly, we are making one. We shall see. Learning from history, how has it worked before when we were supposedly making one? We make one and we change it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And generally, how long does it take between the making of the schedule, the implementing of the schedule, and the changing of the schedule? I don't think there's any exact time between the instant it happens and whenever it falls apart. I I was thinking that you would say something like somewhere between days and weeks. But no, I think you actually have it right. There is no time between the time we try and implement it and the time it falls apart. You are correct. Yeah. It starts to fall apart the minute it goes into effect. It can. You know, sometimes it it goes for a little while. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have had schedules in the past that have gone longer. Mm -hmm. But, you know, over the years, they have gotten less and less so. Yes. As his other mom has become more and more challenged in her health and needed to change the schedule. Okay, whatever. I'm just just looking at you like... I'm trying to be charitable here. I know. I'm all about a charity. Yes, you are. And for good reason. I mean, I don't want this to be rag on her time, but she has really been challenging lately. She's been challenging for a while. Yes. So. So lately she's been on this kick where she wants to tell you and 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 tell you. Well, usually I get super long texts and and we weren't solving the problem. And finally, my work wife said to me, you know, some months ago you had this settled down or stopped for a while. What did you do? And I had attributed that 
that to the fact that this always goes in waves, that she wants attention and attention and attention, and then she makes friends and doesn't want your attention anymore. And then she alienates them and she wants your attention and attention and attention again. And this has just been the cycle for years. Well, whether it's a cycle or not, the point of my work wife was, how do we make it stop? This time. (laughs) This time. Yes. It stopped it before. Can we try the same thing? What was it? What was it? And I said, well, I think I told her the therapist said for her to stop doing whatever it was. And she said, okay, can you tell her that again? (laughs) I said, well, he hasn't been there because we were going to go soon. Uh But she says, okay, did you tell her on a text or by phone call? And I said, I thought about it and I was like, well, I'm pretty sure it was on the phone. She said, try it. So, And this is this is hard for you and I'm, I'm sympathizing here. I don't here. want any of it. It's just, I've had so much of it and it's just been bad and I'm just, I don't want any of it. But so the other day I had to go over to grandma and my aunt's house for something to fix the lamp. So while I was over there, I went outside and I called her back and I had number three child with who given the opportunity to be indulged at grandma's she had no interest in hanging out with dives, you anymore <laughs> dives in head first oh yes oh yes and grandma has fine. all the crafty bits like we said she's an engineering upcycler that was her science project was on upcycling nice mm-hmm because she is the ruler of it I won't say this is funny we had a discussion the other day rabbit trail time I remember where I left off so go ahead oh good yeah you know I said something about being uh you know getting dressed up and feeling like a drag queen and she she understood that because she's seen drag queens on YouTube. She watches makeup tutorials and she watches talent competitions and she watches, you know, a handful of things that tweens are prone to watch. Tweens are prone to watch drag queens. I didn't know this. For all of the problematic things that RuPaul has said, God bless him for bringing this culture and this aspect of queer life to the masses. Mm-hmm. So yes, tween girls watch drag queens. Wow. That's cool. Isn't that great? Yeah. Okay. I don't think she watches Drag Race, actually. Number three child. Mm -hmm. I don't think that kind of drama is her thing. But she has seen, because this has become a much more pop culture thing, there are drag queens on talent competitions now, and she does watch talent competitions. Okay. So, anyway. Where were you going with your rabbits? Well, I was going somewhere (laughs) getting dressed up for it. And I said something about when I get dressed up, I feel like a drag queen. You know, I was going to open up a discussion about gender with her if she was needing to have one. And she says, that's fun. And I said, or maybe it's a drag king. If I'm just presenting myself as as my non-binary self, but over the top performance gender, what would that be? If it's not a king, it's not a queen, what would a non-binary ruler be? And she says, well, you're just a drag ruler. Okay. (laughs) And so then I had in my head, and I had to tell you this, do you remember I came to bed and I said I I was picturing in my head a, a long wooden marked measuring device in makeup and wig? Yeah. I don't understand that. A drag ruler. I understand that, but I don't understand how you would make that picture out of it. (laughs) Words. Uh, Yeah, the word thinker makes Mm -hmm. very odd pictures. Anyway. (sighs) So, yeah. So. Back to yours. I brought the number three child with, because 
she could capture the grandma and the aunt while I could go outside and talk. Yes. And that way I could just have a time to do that that wasn't at my house. Just bring it somewhere else and leave it there when I go. Yes. And so I spent 39 minutes on the phone and I needed to get a couple of points across. And I think I described this to you the other day. Uh Uh-huh. So when I went to therapy. Afterwards to talk about this, among other things. Afterwards. Yes. Yeah, it was after. My therapist told me this story of this trainer who trains on personality things. Yes. He's really, that's like his stories are good. So you're going to, that's how you remember everything he's talking Mm -hmm. about. So he he had this boss, this guy, Mm -hmm. and the guy was, the guy's boss was so narcissistic that he could never listen to anybody and people go in and request their vacation and he'd just deny it because it wasn't about him. Stuff like that. Right. So this guy figured, figured this out. He figured out a plan and he went in there and he listened to his boss intently, you know, eye contact, body language, looking interested in whatever bullshit the guy was talking about. Uh-huh. And then said, oh, at the end, like, you know, 58 minutes in, oh, I've got to go. I've got a meeting. And then when he got to the doorknob, he turned around and said, oh, I've got this vacation request. Can you sign it? And after the person had felt indulged in being listened to for 58 minutes, they were willing to grant you your necessity. But you had to hurry, get it signed right then and get out. So my therapist told me this story because that was mon- that was Monday or Tuesday I went to therapy. Uh-huh. Because on Sunday, when I called the boy's mother and I spent all that time on the phone, I knew that if I listened to everything she said and had the nerve to respond to it, I would drive myself crazy. I didn't have any desire to listen to every detail or respond, and I would just end up going in circles. You would, because... Because there's no real, there's no reality check. And it's all about her. That is my opinion. It's other people's opinion. Opinions, but that doesn't matter. I don't need more people. That is your experience. That is my experience. And so I knew I couldn't listen to that. I can skim what's being said and hear, oh yeah, now you're talking about what a great parent you are. And now you're talking about all these things and that you did. And, you know, and, and I'd hear along the way, these contradictions, which I expected. Here's the thing I'm saying in two sentences later, here's me contradicting the thing I said. Um, not me, her. Yes. But, uh, but as you listen yeah, to. As I'm listening to that. Mm-hmm. And being able to skim the spoken word. And wait. Wait for my turn to finally say some things. So... I agreed that we could make a schedule, that the boy does best on a schedule. However, if I get emails or phone calls from the school regarding problems with that, here's the thing, like you're also like saying something without saying it. Like then I didn't clarify after being at your house. Because this has become a regular pattern. Then I'm pointing the finger. So I just said, if I start getting phone calls or emails indicating there's a problem because of that schedule, then we will not do that. Because it has become a regular pattern that after a night or two at her house, he will have a rough day at school. Yes. So there needs to be a clear effort. Yeah to keep him on schedule, which then I heard a whole lecture about what kind of schedules kept there and so forth, none of which I believed. But that doesn't matter because I'm not ever thinking she's going to listen to me. Yeah, We're trying to get to some points. The other point was involving some vacation plans and supervision and so forth. Yeah. So I agreed that there could be, there could be a trip 
but I'll keep contact with him during that time. Like, so I'm going to call him. Because the last time she tried to take him somewhere, it all fell apart. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that, but none of it needs to be happening because otherwise, if he's, if he's able to see things securely around him, he doesn't tend to. And when he does start to, he can go to his room and mouth off all the way there. Why are you sending me to my room? I didn't do nothing. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And then come back afterwards and say, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. And and he's gotten good at that. And that was something that he and I were practicing on a regular basis before everything blew up last year. Mm-hmm. He and I would regularly say to each other, we would practice saying, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And like, we would practice this in silly ways. Like I would say, your shirt is blue. And he'd say, no, it's not. It's black. And I'd say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. You know, just stupid stuff. Just practicing the words. It's a good way to do it with him with humor. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyhow... I got my few points in. You did. And, and it- she felt heard, I think, enough <laughs> that, that she stopped like sending these long ass texts about. No, the only other long ass text she sent after was a thank you that thank you for talking. It meant a lot to her. And I'm, I never answer things right away because I don't want to seem like I'm available. That sounds terrible, but it's, it's a man thing. And so is the, the listening. Like, well, and that's what I told my therapist. I told my therapist, I used my testosterone skills to not listen to things she was saying. <laughs> this is, this is the complaint that many women have about the men in their lives that I'll, I'll be telling him, I'll be pouring my heart out to him. I'll be telling him all the details of what's bothering me. And he doesn't seem to have heard a word of it. It's because he didn't. Yep. <laughs> I can guarantee that's true. Unless he actually put in, it, it's more effort to listen than it is to not to a lot of that stuff. Yep. For me, and part of this is the fact that I am a word thinker, if there are words, I will read them, I will hear them, I will sometimes make different words in my brain because I have auditory processing disorder. Mm -hmm. But like if there's a cereal box on the table, I am going to see all the words. And even if I look away, those words will still be in my brain and I will finish processing them after I've looked away. It's impossible for me not to. He's making this wide-eyed, oh my gosh, look at me. (laughs) Well, I know that our number three child is the same way. So if I want her to read something, I put it on the table. Uh huh. Because she can't even walk past it without. Oh, there's words. Reading it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But you're you're such a man, and not being a word thinker, being a picture thinker helps, I'm sure. Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, so the guys who are word thinkers are those the ones who then just argue about everything? It's possible. I don't know. I Either don't, that, I mean, or they can't... they're they're thinking about the other things in their brain. You know, like it took you a long time for to to realize that if I ask, are you thinking about something? I mean, even. Even you're thinking about like how your foot feels in your shoe. I, that is something Just that you are thinking. My head like- and I am interested in knowing what's happening in your brain. I genuinely am. And it took you a while to grasp that. Mm-hmm. But people who are word thinkers would just be like, ah, nothing. But they would be making words in their brain about how their foot feels in their shoe. Whereas you're making the tactile sensory image of your foot in your shoe. Right. And so when you're zoning out and you're half listening to what your ex is saying on the phone, there are probably other pictures and sensations floating through your brain, weaving themselves in and out of that half consciousness 
Uh, half, half attentive, I should say. Yes, half attentive, because it's not. I'm not zoning. I am purposely hearing wah 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 wah, except for keywords or mm-hmm. like. It's literally skimming. Like if you skim a textbook, you know there are words that will catch your attention, and there are words that is the and the the the. It's also the flow of the conversation. You know the question voice and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you're not even entirely screwed if you miss a question because if you're on the phone. You you can say, can you say that again? And even if you're in person, you could say, what do you mean by that? And then they're going to tell you again. Right. And this time you're going to try to pay attention, right? You know? But yeah, that, that was helpful. Unfortunately, it will probably have to continue. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry you have to have conversations on the phone that you only partly listen to. I'm sorry you have to have conversations on the phone at all. I don't like those. Well, it worked. So, yeah. For now... I am happy that it worked and that our kids can go away with their other parents and we can have time to ourselves. And yeah, because he couldn't, I couldn't even for sure send him there. if She's all wound up like that. Yeah. That's not good for him. I knew that that wouldn't work very well. So. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry that you have to be your ex's therapist. Well, I was just going to say, so we sat down to talk about kids and we also talk about how our exes are children. Yes. We talked about kids. Mm Shrugging my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. It's about right. We got the kids managed. As far as we know, I mean, in both situations, they can boomerang at any given point. So Right. We will be entirely surprised if the whole week goes by and there are no problems. I will be especially surprised because the lack of planning involved, if they are planning on going camping and the weather is planning on raining. I'm shrugging both shoulders now. (laughs) It's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Kids are managed for now. Kids Let's are good. celebrate. Are not. That's what I have to say. Fair. Yeah, unfair. I'm trying to come up with a word to affirm your reality and acknowledge what you are experiencing as reality, but I can't think of any that are sufficiently affirmative to you and disappointed in the situation. Thank you, Spock. You're welcome. I appreciate that explanation. Glad I could help. Quite thorough. <laughs> So is that it now? That is it. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! hurt again. Oh, I'm sorry. So I don't want to sit here too long. No, we can't sit here too long if your ass is going to hurt again. Get the notes. It's the angle of this cushion that pushes against that. Do we leg. need to flip the cushion around? No, it's not that. It's it's puffy on the ends. I don't know what the hell they were thinking when they made this design. Would you do better just sitting flat on the bench? No, I got another idea. Okay. 
There, there we you go. go. <laughs> Move the cushion over. Move the you cushion over. Cricket on by it. about a quarter, so it's sticking up over the one arm, and you're sitting on the other end. Yes. Very good. Well, it's be- it feels better. Okay. All right. So we're talking about small people. We are talking about small people today. So, some of which are not so small anymore. No. So. And some some small-minded people who. All right. So we're gonna do our introduction first, right? Yes. Okay. And all the life that happens around it. Surprised you, didn't I? They're small humans. <laughs> yes. I was, I was all ready to roll into the topic intro, and you're like not biffing the tagline. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> that was great. Um, how was I rolling into the topic again? <laughs> small people. Not so small. I don't know. Thanks. You're helping. Something about children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get your drink. Ginger beer. It's tasty.